the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. We are weeks away from the 20th anniversary of the 9-11 attacks on the Twin Towers. The U.S. Um, military forces at the Pentagon and uh, Shanksville, Pennsylvania. At the same time, uh, we are suffering a colossal embarrassment on the world stage as Taliban forces that were effectively beaten back for the better part of two decades in the aftermath of our response to 9-11 have been reinvigorated and are gobbling up ground and are now miles from taking over uh, the capital of Afghanistan, Kabul, where our U.S. Embassy is uh, at this moment under great duress with embassy employees told to destroy computers, sensitive documents, and prepare to evacuate. All of this was eminently predictable, uh, as much as it is uh, horribly regrettable. I would imagine that some of you have a great deal of investment in this issue that is taking place many thousands of miles away because those who you love served and maybe paid the ultimate sacrifice uh, fighting for our forces in the Middle East. And I just wonder what goes through your mind as you hear Pentagon spokespeople deny that this is like the uh, ignominious exit from Saigon at the end of the Vietnam War, 1975. Um, And this is not exclusively on the Biden administration, although it is definitely their disaster because they are in charge. Uh, One of the very few things that I took great issue with Donald Trump on from a policy perspective was his plan to withdraw from Afghanistan. I understand nobody wants to fight an endless war. But I also understand that an investment of blood and treasure had been drawn down to the point where we had just over 3,000 troops there and hadn't suffered a military death in Afghanistan since 2020. Our peacekeeping force was doing exactly that, was keeping the peace. But we suffered 9-11 because Osama bin Laden, though he was an evil person, 
was smart enough to realize that the stomach, the will of his deranged fighters was stronger than the stomach and the will of the politicians that lead America. Doesn't give me any pleasure to say that, but it's true. There's no fault with our fighting forces. The fault is with the people who make the decisions about how they are deployed. When Osama bin Laden attacked the USS Cole and other smaller strikes strategically around the world, he was gauging what a U.S. response would be. And when it wasn't forceful, he realized that his forces were in it for the long game, and we were not. And I think what's happened in the last two decades shows that while he thankfully has been taken out, unfortunately, our position on having no tolerance for terrorism, not being willing to do the tough thing, not being willing to leave 3,000 troops in Afghanistan, not being willing to keep the peace there, foolishly believing that we could train the Afghan military to protect its own country, well, we're reaping the very painful cost of that decision. Our number is 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. This is our final show from 5 to 7 p.m. We'll be moving to 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Monday and going forward. I'd very much like to wrap up our uh, afternoon, late afternoon, roll uh, with a discussion that involves you today. Uh, Because I'm sure many of you have had sons and daughters, nieces, nephews, husbands and wives, serve overseas in this fight that there's no other way to look at it. We are leaving with our tail between our legs. The Taliban has overrun Afghanistan in a matter of days. When you look at a map of the country and the areas that are controlled by Taliban forces, it is depressing. We will be fortunate if we get all of the people out of that country who are American and who helped America in our time there, translators and and natives who serve with us. My biggest fear is we will see the kinds of footage and photos none of us want to see which is of Taliban fighters rollicking in our embassy, in our military base, taking possession of U.S. military arms, helicopter gunships, resources that cost the American taxpayer multiple millions of dollars are now likely headed for what will be the largest free military surplus store in the history of the world. All because Donald Trump wanted out and Joe Biden didn't realize against the recommendations of many 
that that was a horribly flawed Trump policy. Of all the policies Biden has overturned, this is the one he could have overturned and looked good doing. But instead, there are going to be Afghans who were loyal to the U.S. who will be beheaded in the streets. Women who will be repeatedly raped and violated in despicable ways. Because Joe Biden wanted a quick political win. And it's depressing to watch it and to contemplate the possibilities that now are very real for the future of our country as the Taliban and um, the forces that hate our country now have, once again, the land and the base in which they birthed the 9-11 attacks under their control once again. I would like to know what you think about that. And, of course, we'll get to all the COVID news. Will the Worthington School Board member who labeled those who disagree with him white supremacists uh, withstand a mounting effort seeking his resignation and a decreasing list of venues in Columbus where you can go without a mask. All that ahead here on The Bruce Hooley Show. The Taliban onslaught in Afghanistan continues. I wonder what goes through your mind as the parent, grandparent, or as a veteran who served there. 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989, our number on the Bruce Hooley Show. Uh, This affects me because I just hate to see us look bad on the world stage, and I think we've looked bad on the world stage a lot. Uh, I remember when Joe Biden took office, he said, uh, America's back. Well, sadly, we are back. We are back to the feckless policies leading from behind of Barack Obama. Remember the red line in Syria? When Assad crossed it, Obama did nothing. Uh, Biden is doing nothing about this. Well, he's sending 3,000 troops back in just to avoid us uh, being thoroughly embarrassed and our people who remain there massacred. But they're going to take a lot of military assets as the Taliban has taken now Kandahar, Herat, and Lashkar. They control more than half of Afghanistan's provincial capitals. Uh, they're miles from Kabul. Uh, and, and here's the thing with the Biden administration. They have absolutely no clue on this. I mean, I can only imagine how this plays uh, among Taliban forces when they hear the official spokesperson of Joe Biden Jen Psaki, say something this ridiculous about how the world views what the Taliban is doing. I apologize. I thought I had that cued and ready to go. Let me see here uh, one more time. Your objective is to have a negotiated political settlement. What, what, what gives you confidence that the Taliban is interested in that? Well, the Taliban has to make an assessment. One, we have also said that there's no question that the Afghan National Defense Security Forces would be strengthened, as would the Afghan political leadership, uh, if they were to have more success in fighting back. 
There's no question about that. Uh, we're not hiding from that in any way, shape, or form. The Taliban also has to make an assessment about what they want their role to be in the international community. I'll tell you what they want their role to be on the international community. Barbaric. That's what they want their role. Terrorists. That's what they want their role to be. That's what their role has been. That's what their role is going to be. They like that role. They play it well. What a foolish, idiotic statement. As if diplomatic thoughts would register with Taliban savages. You know who they will relate to? China. China will jump right in there, into the, into the opening. And China will represent China's interests. And that's a scary proposition for us as well. But Jen Psaki uh, wasn't done saying stupid things. Uh, what about all the things that could be claimed by Taliban fighters overrunning an area where the U.S. military has been and where the U.S. embassy is. Ambassador Khalilzad made comments when he was at the political negotiations yesterday, making clear that the international community is going to watch closely how the Taliban behaves. They have a range of tools in their arsenal as well to take steps should they choose. Are you aware of any safeguards for American materiel that may fall into the Taliban hands as they continue to take over more land in Afghanistan? Well, we certainly take that risk seriously. It is a concern of ours, uh, as it would be in any war zone where we provided assistance. We did take steps to retrograde some of the equipment uh, over the past several months in preparation for that possibility. But we do take that seriously. We watch it closely uh, as well. Oh, goody, goody, good. We take it seriously and we watch it closely. Wonderful. Wow. So that's a very regrettable situation. They'll have Kabul by the end of the weekend, and hopefully we get our people out. Because, wow, if we don't, man, the pictures are going to be egregious. And I just I, I just feel how this resonates with the people who lost loved ones on 9-11, everybody who's lost. And, and here's a popular viewpoint, and this is, a, this is a gentleman that I have a good relationship with, responds to me on social media a lot. Uh, He says, this is the one thing I'll always disagree with you on. His name is David. We do not have some deep-seated right or moral responsibility to police the world and occupy nations. It's been 20 years, Bruce, and $2.2 trillion, not to mention tens of thousands of lives lost for nothing. I don't think we lost tens of thousands of lives over there, but I understand your point. Money means nothing because we're just spend it. If the Biden administration could, they'd spend $6 trillion in the next year. So the money to me, is a moot point. We do still have troops in Germany. Here's the thing. The reason why you leave troops in a foreign country is so your interests are represented and protected in those countries. When we had people in Afghanistan keeping the peace, you don't think about the terrorist attack we don't have because they're there preventing that terrorist attack. Removing yourself from that environment, as scurrilous as the many options are to censure the Taliban on the diplomatic stage, people who live on rocks in crags. <laughs> Oh, economic sanctions. Ooh. I mean, just a clear lack of understanding. 
on what a jihad is and how committed they are to it and how clueless we are to its nefarious goals. So yes, I do think we have a moral responsibility to be the world's policeman because we can and because no one else can. So that is why, and I think it suits our interest to have troops there and maintain a force there. So, man, what a what a complete epic disaster this is. And again, Trump was going to do it too. Trump was going to do it too. And it was a it was a mistake for him. And of all the things Biden has reversed, our energy independence, chief among them, this is the one thing he could have reversed, and he didn't do it. He didn't do it. Because, oh, there's gain to be made politically by not doing it. Now, speaking of gain to be made politically, uh, Danny O'Connor is a Democrat. He has run for numerous offices. He never seems to win anything. Uh, But he has power. He's the Franklin County recorder now. And he is threatening his employees with termination if they do not get vaccinated. Uh, Here is the quote from Danny O'Connor to the Columbus Dispatch. I'm sure they received this with great enthusiasm since they are mask freaks as well. This is a moment of national peril. It is a moment of national peril? Really? Okay. Slight overreaction by a lot. We are seeing the rise of the Delta variant take more lives than it should. Really? How many lives should it take? How many is an acceptable number of lives, Danny? It's not taking nearly as many lives as the first variant. We are seeing children become infected with COVID and subsequently become hospitalized. This is the time when we need to do, here's my favorite part of the quote, the right thing above all. So Danny O'Connor gets to decide what the right thing is. Above all, what an ego on this guy. The right thing in some of us's mind is to not make kids afraid that there is a germ out there that will kill them. When today, curiously enough, I was able to get on the American Academy of Pediatrics website to get the latest numbers on pediatric COVID deaths and rates this is exactly what 43 states have reported to the american academy of pediatrics now the american academy of pediatrics has recently called for masking all kids so i must i went to their site thinking i'm going to find some really debilitating numbers here to scare me into becoming a devotee of kids wearing masks 43 states reporting their covid numbers among kids For the week ending August 5th, those are the latest numbers. Since the pandemic began, children represented 14.3% of total accumulated cases of COVID. So how much did did children account for in the week of August 5th? Because now it's the Delta variant, right? And it's raging out of control. 15%. A 0.7 tenths of 1% increase. But they must be dying, like dropping like flies, right? Here's the conclusion. At this time, it appears that severe illness due to COVID-19 is uncommon among children. However, there's always a however, there is an urgent need to collect more data 
on longer-term impacts of the pandemic on children. You know, let me translate that. We're hoping that we find evidence that supports the panicked assertions we have already made. That's what that sentence translates as. Because the virus may harm the long-term physical health of infected children. And it may not! How many kids have died from COVID? Among states reporting, children were 0% to 0.26%, a quarter of 1% of all COVID deaths, and seven states reported zero child deaths. What a joke. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.